This is 37 Families, Season 1, Chapter 8. In this episode, we will be talking about experience channels and the particular arrangements generated by concealed and self-conscious impulses. Firstly, if you imagine that individuals are points on a two-dimensional plane, a Cartesian plane, there are moments when they are adjacent, or in proximity to each other, and moments where they are spatially segregated. This means, if you could plot all the intersections, or points in space where they are spatially proximate to each other, you would know all the points of substitution, or displacement. Now, of course, this is not enough. What would also be needed is a third dimension, corresponding to the projection of each actor's intention at each intersection point. This is important because, whenever the other's proximity truncates the projected intention of the first, it truncates the free attention of the first. In other words, you would have a two-dimensional plane corresponding to each intersection point showing proximity. And a second, corresponding to each intersection point, with a vector originating there signifying the projected intention of each actor. Now, how do you determine the projected intention of an actor? You determine where their attention is fixed at any given moment. Now, what does this tell us about experience channels and the arrangement of social actors further to concealed and self-conscious impulses? Self-conscious impulses and concealed impulses of the same species generate the same spatial arrangement of social actors. This means that they generate the same reactive emotional responses, the same spatial arrangements, the only difference is that self-conscious impulses generate experience channels and concealed impulses do not. So what makes them different? Concealed impulses do not generate verbalization further to a rationalization provided. Thus, each of these intersection points in our two-dimensional graph represents an opportunity for verbalization pursuant to the experience channel meeting the rationalization provided. So how do we graphically represent an experience channel? An experience channel is merely the function which describes the intersection points on a Cartesian plane, taking into consideration the fact that the greater truncation of projected intention represented by an intersection, a vector truncation, the greater the pressure to verbalize according to the provided rationalization. In other words, the truncation of a projected intention vector determines the magnitude of the corresponding intersection point, which determines the relative likelihood of verbalization. We can say that in general experience channels are most effective at generating affirmation of an impulse when they accelerate or form an escalating pattern. This means that the magnitude of each intersection point should increase gradually through the experience channel until termination. It is of course not necessarily true. And there may be undulations within the magnitude of the intersection points. But experience channels are generated by social intersection, which means that when a person becomes segregated spatially, this usually occurs after the completion of the experience channel. That's the end of the podcast for today.